Hey y'all, it is I, Raquilla Denae of RaquillaDenae.com, communication stylist and encouragement extraordinaire. Welcome back to the couch. I hope that your day is going well. I am currently in a season of tracking premenstruation symptoms for my oldest, convincing my youngest that she doesn't need a different pair of earrings every day that she goes to school, and trying to be a productive grown-up. All before 6.30 in the morning. Send help. <laughs> but it's all part of the journey, so it is well. I want to come today and talk about sharing our stories. It's hard to share our truth and our story sometimes, not because we don't want to or not because the story in and of itself is difficult, but because when we aren't the only people in that story, the desire to cover and protect because we love them or have relationship with them or because we still do life with them in some capacity makes it tricky. I'm going to be honest. um, One of the reasons I really didn't talk about my separation or divorce is because I don't want to shed light on someone else's story, right? So every relationship involves two people and their perspectives are different. And being able to honor that and see that, whether that is, you know, related to my ex-husband or my mom, whether it's related to my children or my friends, I don't ever want to feel like I'm exposing anybody to the criticism of other people. And with that said, I was on Instagram a few months ago and was listening to a podcast interview and a woman was sharing her personal story and the person interviewing her corrected her. So the exchange was something like this, you know, my mom did the best she could do, but, you know, I understand where she was coming from. And the woman was talking about having had an estranged relationship with her mother as a child and kind of what that caused her to go through as she aged. And the interviewer stopped her and said, it's not a but, it's an and. And the woman looked kind of confused. And he said, but excuses it. So the definition of but, if we're using it grammatically, is forget everything I just said. I'm about to say something else which then diminishes that person's truth or diminished that interviewee's truth, which was she felt abused and abandoned or she was abused and felt abandoned. But the use of and acknowledges what was and what may be. So by saying, you know, my mom did the best she could and this is where it's led means that both of those truths can coexist. The truth that that was her mother's best, and that her truth of feeling those feelings was still validated. Because I think about how often I invalidate things I say with the use of the word but, and many of us do it. Oh, you know, things could be better, but, or I'm feeling okay, but, no, 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 and I'm feeling okay, and there's room for me to feel better. I'm feeling sad, and there's the truth that this won't last forever. Like this too shall pass. And so that is something I'm having to lean into. And it's difficult. It's easy for me to be transparent when I am in personal settings, even here on the couch. But being vulnerable can be tricky and difficult at times. And I've always felt comfortable in this space here on the couch in being vulnerable, being open, being transparent. 
But what I am finding is this desire to cover and protect and defend through not saying. And here's the truth. My truth doesn't negate anybody else's, nor is it my heart to ever expose anyone in my life. But I recognize that not sharing the fullness of my own truths leaves me having to carry them. And it sort of takes away from the purpose of this space, which is to create a community that is like-minded and supportive as I use my truths and my growth and processes and relationships to share that. You know, even when I'm interviewing friends or people that I've met, being able to have that space of authenticity, being able to empathize and being able to respond or listen and receive their truth comes from a place of honesty and integrity and sincerity. And what I find, even as I've interviewed people, is after we've spoken, there are like these cringe moments where we're like, okay, listen, that got really deep. That got really personal. Tell me what you don't want shared. If there's any part of this I need to take out, let me know. Because the desire to honor those that we are in relationship with means we would rather share less of ourselves, right? And mind you, in real life, that may be different for you. Like in real life, I can tell the whole truth on the couch at my house because the only people privy to that conversation are the people in my home on that couch. This is different. I have the privilege of speaking to people literally around the world. Outside of Antarctica, this podcast has been downloaded on every continent in the world. And so allowing that level of access is tricky, but there are young women, older women, people, men listening to this who may need me to tell my story. And I'm working on it. I'm working on recognizing what parts are to be saved for myself and for my immediate friends and family and village, and what parts of me I don't mind sharing with the world. There was a time where I gave everything, right? Maybe not even in the podcast. If you go back to my blog and Unconditional Life on my website, I gave all the words because I needed them to live outside of my body. What I've learned is my story is complex and unique, and beautiful, and one of survival and overcoming. It is one of consistent, steady growth and love, but also of abuse and trauma. All of those things make up the woman that I am. And as I prepare to move into the last year of my 30s, ooh, can we sit with that truth for a minute? As I prepare to move into the last year of my 30s, Choosing to share out of a space of authenticity as opposed to attention-seeking is important. And even recognizing that some of my oversharing at times in the past came from a place of just wanting to feel seen or heard or acknowledged, really. And the more those areas and parts of me are healed and acknowledged and grow, 
or just surrender to the Lord so that he could work them out. Cause baby, I am beyond my jurisdiction. <laughs> I see, I see the beauty in all of it, in every stage, in every moment, in every truth, even in, you know, holding some things back. Everything isn't always for everybody, you know? And that's not in a what happens in this house stays in this house way. It's in a, I honor my truth and freely handing it out really sort of diminishes it at times because the internet can be a harsh, critical space. Not everyone is our friend. Not everyone is cheering for us or praying for us or listening with a heart to accept and love. That's just the reality of it. If that were the case, we wouldn't have trolls and social media wouldn't be the dumpster fire in some corners of the internet that it is. But what parts of your story are you holding back that could benefit others? And it's not, it's not about surrendering yourself to other people's critiques by bearing your soul or crying out loud. You know, I'm gonna be honest. When I used to get on Facebook, something I'd very seldom do. And I mean, like maybe once or twice a month, mostly because a friend told me to check something out. But I would see these posts where people bared all of what was happening in their lives. And I would think to myself, like, what is the purpose of this? What is the purpose? What are we supposed to do with the information that you just gave us? And it didn't, as the recipient, feel good or intentional or sincere. And I never want to do that in my space. But I also recognize that if I can spare someone the process of traversing through some of the things that I've experienced simply by sharing my truth, if I can encourage someone simply by reminding them that they can overcome because Christ overcame, then that's what I'm going to do. If I can be a fisher of men by sharing the dark parts of my life and then allowing you access to the beauty of the light that shined and pushed that darkness out, then I'm going to do it. And here's how all of this came about. I am in a season of, I talked about on the last episode, accepting the good, right? And the good feels like the warmth of sunshine on your skin. And that good is coming into my life in many different avenues and through many different mediums. And I have found it difficult to share. And I, I may in coming months. Right now, it is a truth that is mine. It is mine to enjoy. It is mine to bask in. It is mine to soak up. It's not something that I'm necessarily sharing with my children or ready to put here on the couch. But in order to be sincere and authentic with you all, I have to say that that is a part of the story. As women, we are taught almost from a very young age to share what we have, right? And then we move into adulthood and we share and freely open ourselves up to partners. And then we move into motherhood and we're literally sharing the food on our plates and the strength of our bodies. But there are, there are a few things in this life that we are to savor, right? Good meals, great moments. And those things that we savor don't necessarily need to be shared because others may not enjoy them the way that we do, or they're just to be for us. 
But I had to say these words. I had to say these words and acknowledge this truth because holding it in almost felt like I was holding back. And here in this space, I don't do that. I don't want us to do that. And even as I get ready to go back to interviews and having guests on the couch, I want my people to know that they don't have to bear their souls for clickbait or views or listens because that's not what this space is about. It's about community and authenticity and vulnerability and encouragement above all else. I truly believe that my spiritual gift, uh, the gift that God gave me, is encouragement and teaching, but encouragement above all else. And because I encourage well, I'm able to build rapport, which allows me to be a great teacher in a classroom, in life, in all of the things. But what I also recognize is sometimes I'm the student. And when I'm the student, depending on the lesson, I don't need to share my notes. I just need to study them for myself. And I say all of this with the biggest grin (laughs) because I love it here. Like I sincerely, truly love it here. Is it difficult? Ugh, yeah. Sometimes it feels like walking uphill with a 20 pound weight on my back. But then I look at the bottom of the hill and I'm like, yo, I'm doing this and I'm strong and I am capable and I can do it. And then I'm just excited to continue to do it again and again and again and again. And so, yeah, enjoy the good. Allow yourself to soak it up. Let some things be personal. And sometimes sharing your story isn't just the hard parts right? The trials, the tribulations, the struggles, the traumas. Share the good. Share the praise reports. Share the blessings. Because while we mourn with those who mourn, we also are called to rejoice with those who rejoice. And because God is not a respecter of persons, the reminder that God is doing good and moving in the lives of someone else may just be the sprinkle of hope that someone else needs in their life. I'm big on that. I love getting praise reports from my friends. I will pray with you. I will pray heaven down with you. Do you hear me? I will stand in agreement. We will send up prayers at Thanksgiving. We will believe until that thing comes to pass. And when it does though, when it does, because we pray with expectancy, it is time to shout. Literally last week, I probably shouted more just thinking about the goodness of God in the lives of my people because it was back to back to back. But had they not shared those things with me, oh my, while I have gratitude for what God is doing in my life, those praise reports, it just took it to another level last week. And I needed that. I needed that revival. I needed that refreshment in my spirit. So share your truths, the hard parts and the soft parts, the good and the bad, the the sad, And the joy-filled moments, because they all add together. (sighs) Y'all, I look forward to sharing. I do. It's not quite time yet, but I do. And I acknowledge that even this is the true meaning of all things working together for good. I know our time on the couch this week is short, and that's okay. Because it's time well-invested and intentional. So, until next time, see ya.